Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series, is a series created by Full Circle Television, featuring people in platonic, romantic, and familial relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships as they navigate through life. Sit down with us as we meet with our friends, Shay, Envy, Marcus, Tyson, Eddie, Louis, Stephanie, and the Ebony's as they talk about being a supportive friend. We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we bake, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great and it's feeling is great, girl, the magic happening. Happening, it's happening. Hey. Like for, for y'all two dudes that I look at and I admire and it push me. Y'all always keep pushing, no matter what. You know what I mean? It could be, y'all could be in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Just rock bottom, but y'all gonna keep grinding, and y'all ain't gonna never give up. You know what I mean? And that, like that, that strength and that resilience, you know what I mean? When I, when I be in my tough points and my tough spots, and I be like, man, if bro and them be pushing through they shit, you know what I mean? And just living, taking care of what they got to take care of, I could do that shit too. I should be able to do that too. So that that's one thing that like I truly admire out of both of y'all. You know what I mean? Just just hard work and just unwilling to, to quit or give up. You know what I mean? Always going to be willing to... Willing and able to do whatever it takes, you know what I mean, to keep yourself going. So that that's what I admire about both of y'all. Um, I think what I admire, two different things, kind of. Tyson has a very motivational man. He has got to drive out this world, you know. If he he's gonna do what he has to do to get what he gets, you know what I'm saying, the right way. <laughs> And, you know, there's a lot of people out here that don't have that, you know, just lazy and, you know, they they give up. He he ain't gave up once. Mm -hmm. And I've known him for a while. Like I said, this dude have 20 jobs, but he got 20 <laughs> good jobs. You know? and, like, but, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You do what you got to do. And Marcus, on the other hand, I admire his success. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not, and it's still growing is what's 
dope about it, you know. Um, we've come a long way, and I've seen this man go from here to there, and it motivates me, you know. I'm a father of two, and I do my thing, but it makes me want to do more, because I'm like, man, this dude is killing it right now. Between you and Kayla, you guys are awesome. You guys are a true, strong couple. Me, personally, I wish I was there to be have somebody like that in my life. I'm not quite there, but I'm hoping when I do, I'll find some equivalent to what you guys have. And my kids, like, they look up to me, but I wish, you know, cause we don't all kick it together, which I wish we would more. Yeah. My kids got a lot to look up when it comes to you guys, like, like especially, like, my daughter and my son, like, it means a lot to have people like y'all around because you're successful and motivation is just key qualities that every one person should have and you guys have it the best and I don't know I think that's what I that's what I admire most about you guys like, you guys are killing me cry bro <laughs> emotional uh, I don't care I'm always emotional they know that I'm the little brother too so it is what it is but uh as far as Eddie like with you man you got two kids that no matter what the situation was you never gave up like you still are your days. It don't matter what you got going on. Like you work around work, you gonna work around whatever and make sure that them kids are still there. Whereas for me, you know what I'm saying, I just kind of got to a point where I was like, you know, forget this. But it looking at you made me be like, I still gotta be there. Like I still gotta, no matter what I'm going through with my baby mothers and all that. Like you still, you put up with whatever and still be there as a father. Um, and then just over the years, bro, your hustle is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, your grind is ridiculous. No matter background, nothing. Like, you get it. You get to it with no problems. Uh, and I, I always appreciated that. And I, I always appreciated your loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've always been, like, really loyal. Like, no matter, we ain't got to see each other for years. And I can come back around, and it's still like, what's happening, bro? You good? You straight? And I can call you when you're going to be there. Like, your loyalty is just ridiculous. Um, and I appreciate it, man. I appreciate, like, how you are with your kids as a father. Like, you teach me stuff without even knowing it. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to my kids, because it be hard sometimes. I'll be over it, dog. And I just look at you and be like, bro, still. Like, he hasn't missed a beat with his kids. Ain't too many men that can say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't missed a beat, bro. And I... I admire that because y'all ain't in the same household and you still like like clockwork since day one you've been there. You know what I'm saying? And so I just I appreciate that a lot, man. And then Marcus, man, I, words can't explain. I tell you all the time how proud I am of you because like you said, we started working at Jewels together. You like the definition of a man-man. Like you keep the same job. You like, you know what I'm saying? This, this guy like went to school. And was like, yeah, I like doing this, but that ain't where I'm at. I go do something else. And you've been on the same job now for all these years. You successful, whereas me, I'm more of a, I don't like it. I'm done. And you like stick through it. Like your stick through is cold. You know what I'm saying? You, you there and then just watching how you grown up as far as like your relationships and all that. Like you can't say that like you ain't got a whole bunch of women that be like I had a piece of more Marcus you know what I'm saying like whereas me I gave myself to everybody it's like hey whatever you know what I'm saying like but I appreciate that because most guys be glad be like oh da 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 and you've been solid bro like in your relationships all that you've been solid now you married 
you doing your thing, you know what I'm saying? And we done talked to have so many conversations where we're able to communicate for real. Like, you can ask me questions, I can ask you. You give me good feedback. You ain't like, oh, no, bro, leave her alone. She's a duck, you know what I'm saying? Go get them other hoes. You don't never be on that, bro. And that's like solid friendship and advice. Um, always been there for your mom, you know what I'm saying? Your little brother. Like, just watching how you take care of business, bro. You've always been business savvy and doing your thing. The years in Virginia, bro, like, we just was rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just admire just how you be rocking, bro, and how you be moving. Your success, like Eddie said, is ridiculous, bro. Like, I'm I'm trying to, I be like, man, I got to get there so I can go buy a new car like Marcus. And I want a new truck and my credit to be good, too, like Marcus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we the same age. But, it, it, like, it ain't a jealous thing. It's more of, like, it's a motivation it's and a push. To be like, oh, bro, like, I want to be able to go cash out with bro, too. Like, I want some Yeezys, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to do that. And just to, like, sugar, everything, bro, has elevated to who you are, bro. And I appreciate it. You always been dressed and fly, so... It ain't, it's really like, bro, you kind of, you slowing down now. Like, you, you, you be coming down. Now you, now you just be like, hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mark, really don't care, Mark, Mark, Mark done, Mark done stepped it up, though. Like, he went from, like, Dookies and K-Swiss to, he out here now. Oh, K-Swiss, 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 K-Swiss,
Like, she gonna pray for you. She gonna be there with a care package bag. She gonna be there with whatever it is that you need to make sure you can get whatever through whatever troubling time that is. And that's the thing I love most about her. The other thing, too, is she's always a, um, um, brighter side of things kind of a person if you believe it or not is she always and that wasn't a shameless book the brighter side of a walking on Instagram <laughs> it wasn't but that's on you she literally always is like glass half full versus glass half empty she like but look at the top it sparkles and you like sparkles so just smile about it you know God put those sparkles there for you kind of
you know, make sure you have, you and your family have what y'all need. Um, and I can appreciate that about you in that you having that as my friend. Let me see what I appreciate about you or admire about you is, um, as a, <laughs> first of all, your ability to be able to, uh, to talk to, like we able to, you super easy to talk to, not judgmental. Um, you are receptive to feedback. I do like, I, I mean, I sort of like just our relationship from when I met you. Um, I think the stuff that you're doing, uh, in our community and stuff is super admirable. So that's a big piece of, uh, things that I admire, uh, to you. I think, uh, as far as like women go, you're strong, you're a strong woman and, uh, a super advocate for, um, for other women. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of stuff. I think you are to be a one hundred person uh, is one of those things that I admire about you. Uh, you definitely a go getter, um, and I think yeah, that it's that, that hustler spirit about you that is uh, that's admirable, I guess. Eb is always there. Like yeah, their dad is there, their dads are there, but Eb is that person where it's like okay, so I want to go to Atlanta. And everything was stopping me. <laughs> Tatum, I couldn't find nobody to keep Tatum. So, Ed came over and I basically was like, the girl's dad <laughs> and me was like, Ed, you should take Tatum. And what, it was like 11. It was like 11 at night. And I had to wake up early in the morning. <laughs> so, yes. So, Ed <laughs> like, what? I'm like, you should take, like, keep Tatum. I want to go to Atlanta. I'm like, now I threw my sister in there. She don't know. I'm like, you can drop him off to Jasmine at 12 on Sunday, but can you get Tatum? I want to go to Atlanta. So, she like, um, uh, okay. Well, I got to come get him at, like, 6 in the morning. Eb is very, very, very punctual. Like, she <laughs> has to be on time. So, I'm like, okay, you going to really get him? She's like, yeah. So, the next morning come, Eb show up to get Tatum. I'm getting, like, I'm going out of town. Like, I'm going to go have fun. And it's always like that with Eb. Like, Eb has always been that. We're both, like, homebodies, but I like to get out a little bit more than her. And she's always been that friend where I can call and be like, Eb, can I bring you Brio? Can I bring you Bailey? Can I bring you Tatum? And she's like, yeah. Or, matter of fact, I'm going to ask nothing. I get off work on Friday. Eb is at my door. Um, hey, can you pack his bag real quick? Can we have burgers and fries? Pack his bag. I'm like, well, what you doing? Oh, Tatum finna go. We'll see you Sunday after church. Like, that's Eb. Like, and I thank you for that. Because I always get a break. Like, I'll be 28, but not too many parents, especially single moms, get breaks like I do. I'm blessed. Yeah. Beyond measures. Like, I'm so blessed from my family to my best friend like i am able to live my life thanks to my support system yeah. and i will always appreciate that so when i make it we all make it okay so one spe one specific time where i felt really supported is really hard because it is for sure i have five people in my support system if that and i know she's one of the top three so one specific time where i felt really really supported by her was I was in between jobs. Um, I had gotten laid off, fired, because I came to work high as hell. No, you know what? I didn't come high. I came to work sober, and then I, had, I took an hour lunch break because <laughs> I had a little boyfriend at the time. 
and he wanted to smoke me out so I could, you know, my nerves would be straight, <laughs> you know what I mean? When I go back into that crazy, crazy work environment. So ended up smoking and then went back to work. And at the time, this specific day, we had an audit <laughs> from corporate. And they come and I was uh, basically training to be a phlebotomist. So I was in a booth. It was a very, very small booth and it was three niggas. And they're auditing me in addition to three of like the leadership staff to watch me do my job. So I'm sweating, I'm paranoid because I'm high. I smell real loud. And then I ended up leaving out of the booth to take a little break just to decompress. And when I get back to the floor, that's when um, my manager was like, yeah, you need to come to the back real quick. We got a phone call waiting on you. So I went back there. And I almost broke down, but you know, real niggas don't cry. So I just kind of, I, I swallowed it. I did what I had to do. And they ended up taking me to Concentra. And then I was giving them a run around. Yes. Like, missing a cup on purpose. She kept texting me like, he keep telling me to pee. But I'm on I can't pee. They gave me three cups. She was like, I told him I can't pee in front of people. And then they didn't give me, my manager didn't give me to concentrate until 3 30 and they closed at 5 and I was pulling out every trick in the book to pee because I knew I was drop dirty. So, long story short, they have me on like a 14 day leave to, you know, do some investigations, like they said. So, during that time, I just felt really supported by Ev. She was like, oh, such and such and such and such is hiring. And, you know, this is different ways that you can still make money. And outside of just, like, the the tactile ways to make money or to support me, she was just also there with so much love. Her doors are always open to her home. She, I remember she told me this when I, um watched Tatum during her ATL weekend getaway and she was I was like you trust me with Tatum she was like you're the only person I trust with Tatum and I feel like prior to and that was just what a month and some change ago but a few years ago <laughs> it was my bad a few my bad a few years ago I could I could see it in her actions that was just something that didn't have to be it was like an unspoken truth in our friendship that she really trusted me that she's there for me and when I was just going through that because I mean it was probably my most solid job that I had had in a long time that I really enjoyed so when I got fired from this job I really thought that the world was coming to an end but she just provided me with so many different resources and you know let me stay at her place and I just love her kids like two out of her three kids are my godchildren so I take titles very seriously so them being my godchildren just giving, giving me that extra boost of strength and you know showing me so much love I just I keep reiterating that but just love it's just so important to feel love and supported when you're going through a drought or like a, a, a desert season in your life so that's when I felt most supported and then I came out of it started working for U.S. Bank and everything was all good everything was good I just felt really really just held down in that moment when I just felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel and she was right there trekking with me the whole time uh Steph Steph been there for me like um and I think that's where that female perspective come in like if there's certain things um I don't like that I say it on so much. If it's certain things that I am not maybe considering from the opposite sex or whatever, or maybe my perspective, which I could be a little bit like stubborn and bullheaded, like if I need to just kind of bounce something off her and just see, like basically it's like if am I the like am I tripping or am I you know not? And I think she's there for, and I don't know if it's just one thing that I could think of, but it's a it's a lot of times where she's there uh, to listen and then uh, give me some some point of feedback. That I could uh, that I could use. So that's the kind of support uh, I need. Mean, I really 
I think anybody who around me, like I don't, I never wanted a yes person around me. Period. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a, a yes wife. I don't want anybody to just be where they don't agree with me totally. I need to see both. You know what I'm saying? Like all sides of the story. Um, and that's how she supports me is by continuing to do that. It's just where she can keep it um, kind of unbiased, even though she knows like my friend. She, I think she pretty, she probably knows what what things would would trigger me. Probably hurt my feelings or whatever. Um, but I need I need the real, so she she keep giving me the real, and uh, that I keep needing. Yes, these are ways or situations that don't make Facebook or Instagram or social media. I think the best part of having just like friendship is having a safe space and a safe ground where you can go talk to this person and they not judge you. So in that, so outside of business, because. Well, business actually let us, like when we're doing business, like having these conversations. So it could be a situation from the last situation. You know, the last situation don't make social media, so I ain't talking about it. Um, but like the last situation where I was just like, dude, do really X, Y, and Z. And like, you know, just being able to, as soon as we walk through the door to print, it's like, let me tell you about the, 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 what you think I should do. And uh, like, he's, I can, I can, I can say that he's, never steer me wrong or he like well stephanie you knew or this is and just being like real talk real talk uh is a is a great way um i know we can't we sh not business wise but my business outside of lewis i think that he's always been supportive too just like in the events i've had and that means a lot um to me from anyone so i would say that as well i would say i I think it was like 2009, 2010, when I um, moved out to uh, Virginia. Um, it was a bunch of stuff going on at home. Um, I just wasn't in a good spot mentally. I didn't know, excuse me, I went to school for something and ended up not wanting to do it. And um, ended up not wanting to do it. So, bro was like, man. Just come out here, dog, you know? And I'm like, man, I ain't got no job out there. You know, who hired? He's like, man, just just come out, bro, and we'll figure it out when you get here. And, um, you know, during that time, during that during that time I was out there, I found one gig at a car dealership. <laughs> no, I swear to God, man. I, I remember. Found, I found one gig at a car dealership, man, and that was some bull. And then, uh, but but during that time, though, like I say, just seeing the way Tyson was grinding, like him, him just allowing me to come out there and get that breath of fresh air. I'm talking about, bro took bro took care of everything. Bro, bro went out and bought me a new bed. Um, he made sure we had groceries in the crib. Uh, he when like we, I ain't have no money. He he know I'm the type of dude that if I ain't got no money. I don't want to be out kicking it and doing all this type of stuff. So he took me to his people crib. We in the projects in, in Norfolk, Virginia, <laughs> shooting dice, eating crabs. You know what I'm saying? Just doing all this free stuff. I mean, the dice wasn't free, but you know what I mean? We was kicking it, playing Madden at people's house, kicking it with people at the church. It like, like he, he just gave me a breath of fresh air and just motivated me to to get myself together, you know what I mean? And, and from that point, and, and I don't necessarily know if I told you this, but I do appreciate you for that, you know what I mean? And kind of from that point, 
I just knew, all right, it's time to stop messing around. And, man, I just got on my grind and, and been grinding ever since. And um, like I say, I, I appreciate you for supporting me through that little mm -hmm. that little break there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tyson's always been supportive. Uh, he was gone in Virginia for a minute, so it was always, you know, whether he wasn't always there, but he was always supportive mentally. He, he would call you, tell you what he had to say. Mm -hmm. But a big, big point for me in my life where I was supportive both, you know, I ain't gonna lie, not to throw in against, and none against my other friends, but Marcus, when I, I, at one point, I was locked up for a year, and that was a tough-ass time for me. And Marcus was there for me, like, you wouldn't believe. You were in Virginia, so I understood everything, you know what I'm saying? But if I called, you would answer. Marcus on that, he would come, he came out to visit me, and whenever I called or wrote, he was there for me, and... You know, there was people there for me too, but that that meant the most because there, there's more to that story that, you know, things could have been real shitty. And the fact that it didn't turn that way, turn out that way, I'm happy, but he was there for me. You know, like, shit could have been bad for you too. Mm -hmm. And it, you didn't just leave me high and dry, you know, like a lot of people did, you know. And I appreciate that, man. But, you know, just short, you know, just to be short, it was that moment in my life when I was like, you, you were there for me, though. Right. And that meant the most to me because that was a tough time. Shit, that, that, that time period, I didn't want to say it. I wanted to let him get his peace out. But during that time period, that that was during the time when I actually moved out to Virginia. Right. Because during that period, it was like, like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, what, what am I doing? You know what I mean? And then, like, what are we doing? Like, why don't we just waste the time and then, you know, and just going out there with bro, that just gave me that time to clear my head and get stuff together. But, man, that that was tough. Like, I, I was feeling for you and trying to get get my stuff together, right. too. You know what I mean? So That's what it was, that's why it meant the most to me. Yeah. Was like, you still, you still had your own shit going on. You still found the time to be there for me, you know? I said, all my guys were, there was a lot of people that warned, but that shit meant shit to me, man. Man, the support, I've always felt supported. Like I said, I've been married twice. These guys done supported me from jumping off the deep end, both of them. Uh, I, out of the military, supported during school, like supported just the motivation to keep going. Um, always been there, like just regardless of what it was. I know I can call them and talk to them and they gonna give me solid advice, you know, and keep me laughing when I was ready to go and do stuff to people and really hurt some people, you know what I'm saying? Calling bro, calling Mark or Eddie and just being like, well, Eddie was kind of more like, is it serious? Cause you know, I'm down. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like just being there though, like ready for whatever. And you know, Marcus has always been a level headed, like bro, you tripping. Like you got to bring it back in. Um, but like, them, them time, like, bro, you talk about the time in Virginia, that's what I was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's what I was supposed to do. Bro, you went through your little thing. Like, a matter of fact, when bro came out of Virginia stuff, that's when I kind of found out because I was gone. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't know. I found out kind of late and was like, this nigga, what and why? Like, why? Like, no, don't let it have to be true. But, um, like you said, you called, I'm going to answer. That's what I'm supposed to do, though. You know what I'm saying? I just... 
y'all supported me through you know, whatever, and I've been through a lot. But even when moms had left me in, at the crib on Palmer, bro, like everybody kind of made sure I was good, and my mama wasn't there. I could go to y'all house, y'all moms, and everything was just the up and up. So the support was just ridiculous, regardless of when it is through my kids, all that. So. When I'm on my tech journey, I got invited to do an incubator for 10 weeks. And they kept saying, bring somebody with you. Bring your team. Bring your team. And she never told me. I'm like, I don't, I don't have a team. In my mind, I'm like, dang. But then when I was going to like our meetups, everybody was there with like their team. And honestly, God, truth, I felt some kind of way. Like, it's just me and everybody at the meetups. They got their crew. They got their wives. They got whoever. Still, I didn't know. True. I hadn't told her. And so that Monday, it started in January. We were going to go hang out. And she was like, Shay, something, something, let's meet up at the work. And I was like, I can't. I got class. And then I was like, wait. I'm like, listen. So they said I can bring people to my class. Um, I can bring my team. I'm like, you can come if you want to come. And she was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. Why are you just now telling me this? And why would you think I wouldn't want to come? I'm like, because it's technology. Like, it might be boring to you. She was like, shut, shut up. Pull right up and literally spent the whole entire nine weeks with me in class. She missed one week, and that was because she was, she came sick. But this particular week, she couldn't come. She was so sick, and work was exhausting. Whatever. But for ten, nine weeks, she came, and I mean, she participated. She participated in mentorship experiences. She gave valuable opinions on other entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs um, adventures or uh, products, products that they wanted to do. Like she front and center. We sat at the front of the class for nine weeks together, and that was my moment. Every time she showed up, I was like, "Damn! Like I love her. Like that's so dope. Like if." Anybody can say whatever they want to say about Envy, but the reality is, is that's my rock. She come a hundred grand for me anytime I'm needed. And that made me that she kept showing up. I'm thinking she was going to come the first time. She would call me like, you don't have to come if you don't want to. I know you had a long day. And I'm like, what? Shut up. I'm going to leave work right now. <laughs> oh, God. Like, <laughs> don't leave me. Pull up. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. And she showed up for me. So that for me was just like super like a new dope experience for us to come and sit down and do something different outside of like girls wine and the club and music and so on and so forth it was way deeper than that well my dog passed last year in September and um, I was driving my dog to the animal hospital and he died like in my lap in the car on the way here and I must have been driving crazy because the sheriff pulled up right behind me on North Avenue off of Mayfair Road right and they like what's going on but I cannot even form sentences like I am going nuts because this is my baby so we get into the hospital like I remember the police had to park my car for me because I think my car was just rolling down North Avenue because I had jumped out the car trying to get to my baby and the nurse kept saying, like, ma'am, can we call? Who can we call for you? Because I am losing my mind. And I was like, call my best friend. And I just handed the phone, and the lady looked at my favorites. 
and she called a number like here and it was her and I don't even know if she could understand what I was saying I'm like <laughs> Mikey <laughs> you know whatever y'all like, she oh, pulled up snap. so quick I was like oh snap Mikey she pulled up so quick as I laid on this table y'all over my dog boohoo crying like she just laid over me she was rubbing my back she's like it's gonna be okay like my, y'all know my feelings was hurt because like, when I tell you they loved Mikey, like Mikey was a baby and I couldn't, and and I I couldn't could, understand it. I was like, dog. <laughs> and I couldn't even tell anybody. I think my youngest daughter was at her friend's house. My oldest daughter was in college at a party, mm -hmm. at a home party. And I'm at home by myself. Like I'm at this hospital, like by myself. And she pulled up so quick. And she, I could just And remember. no lie, I was in the middle of like Netflix and chill. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Wouldn't have happened. 
Like you were giving she's her a realist, but she's definitely like when the situation you home, think I am she'll call me back. Yeah. She'll call me back like, dang, remember that one situation you told me about? And I looked at you like, why is you crying? What what is up? Oh, like I went through it and now I understand. And I'm like, I could beat you up because remember, she definitely, I, that I tell me I was crazy. That 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 definitely happened. Like, remember when you tried to say that I was crazy? Oh, okay. Now you understand, mom. All right, that's <laughs> But she could be insensitive as long as I, nobody insensitive it, to her. I that is we true. No that is true though. I think um, the crazy part is some of the stuff is is super similar. Like I think while we. Um, like I call myself like a most known unknown because I, I never consider myself like a popular person, uh, and it was not my aspirations to ever be popular. I don't like crowds, and as much as Steph be out, Steph don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Steph don't like. Uh, I ain't gonna say like the spotlight because she embraces that part of it. Not that she necessarily needs it, but it's just one of the things. Like we kind of like introverts, but we are, but we know we have to be out here, so that's different. Where we are not different is she. She has like a anxiety for things like if if it's not going to be done um i think according to like a plan for stuff it is difficult for her to deal with um i am more easygoing just because i think things are going to happen and i've been in a place where i've had anxiety about like this is not going by the time frame that i'm thinking of and this is not going to work and this plan is not going to um come to fruition because these time and checkpoints aren't, but I don't know, maybe it's from work, maybe it's from life where I understand everything is kind of fluid and it's gonna go. So I know, especially in this relationship, I have to be, uh, I have to be more calm when it comes to that stuff and me more reassuring because I know we are so different when it comes to this thing. And I'm most, I'm, I think I'm different from a lot of people when it comes to that. I would, that's the one thing that can't stood out. He's way more nonchalant than me. Way more. <laughs> and it's not about, I think, just even business. Because I think when I said it, I thought of business, um, like shirts and all that stuff. But it's just, it's just not. Like, even in personal yeah. uh, questions, relationships, all that stuff. I am way more nonchalant. And that's sometimes why I need uh, that perspective from her. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I'm a little too nonchalant about certain stuff. Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying, like, it is what it is. And she like, no, it ain't what it is. And you need to maybe uh, concentrate on this a little bit more. Give it a little bit more attention to this thing. She will, she stay on me about me giving more attention really to myself and being prioritizing myself. Um, and I'm just one of them like, people who are just like, it is what it is. And I, I'm going to just let it go as it go. You know? So one, time, one of the many times that I've been very proud of you, this time in particular, is when you had just had Brielle. It was just literally the first thing that came to mind. And you were staying, you know, on Bradley Road. And you had the Ford Fiesta. And I remember just coming home from school. And I was like, this girl got it going on. Like, you had a really solid, like, friend group. You know what I mean? It just seems like your family was there to support you so much. It was your first child you know what i mean and i just felt like you just bodied that whole experience like with your first child i was just i would just literally sit back like damn she got it going on like house was clean you know what i mean like you always had people to hang out with and i just felt like in that moment i was so proud of you because you were so well-rounded at such a young age and even like 
you know, being there every step of the way with all three kids, but especially with Bria when it was like a foreign language to you. And I can only do so much because, you know, <laughs> after a couple months, I'm going back to school, but I was just so proud. You was just like, you just bodied that whole experience with Bria. So I, I'm still very proud, as you can see. Same. But in that moment, I just have a lot of little conversations with myself like this. She really got it going on. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, moment where I'm proud of you is every time you accomplish a goal. From getting that degree to losing a job, um, one time I do have to say, and it just like hit me. Mm -hmm. The moment where I seen you failing, and I seen you falling, and I, I prayed for you, I prayed over you, and I had to come to you and tell you, like, Ed, you mm -hmm. fucking up. You got to get your life through. But I seen you do things that you would never do, and it hurt me to watch you do that, so I knew I had to speak up and as soon as I told you that, within days, you switched your whole life around. Yeah. You got to a job. You got to doing better. You got to laying off the, the extracurricular activities, the crazy stuff you was doing. Like, you really got your life together, and I was proud of you. And you have not ever went back yeah. to that way. You, you've been on it. You've been doing good since then, and I'm so proud of you. And I probably haven't told you lately, but you're doing phenomenal. Thank you. With your position, this counselor. Y'all know Ed came to my house and was like, can I get Bria a book? And I'm like, what you want this book for? She said she sat in her car and read a book to her students. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know she's a counselor. Yeah. Hey. Um, but she read to her students and that warmed my heart. And during this time, it's hard and kids and I'm a mom and it's hard trying to teach your kids like I'm very hands-on but I cannot teach you how your teacher can teach you yeah and I and I admit that so for her to do that meant a lot like it, it meant so much because you guys are the parents when we're not there and I try to do the best I can at home but like that extra help and yeah. what you did, that that meant so much because I've been that kid that didn't have nobody. Yeah. So I know how that feels. I know that you you took some people out there and it was just like seeing that I was just like, dude, you are bomb. Oh, thank you. Like bomb, you always go above and beyond. I just do it out the kindness. And life. you do. <laughs> like that's just awesome, dude. I love you. <laughs> I was proud of you. Uh, about the store, I was actually. The entire uh, priority movement, um, I've been proud of you because I think I was there from like, well, I was there from the beginning. I remember the text message like I got 32 sweatshirts uh, that I'm going to do for uh, for my birthday. And I, it's just this year we're going to make yourself a priority um, and to see how that changed into um, me not getting to see my kids as much has been one of those things. <laughs> No, okay, but uh, from seeing it from go from that to um, to what it currently is with the store and things like that, um, I'm super proud of you for how the way you handle your business and 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 doing that and kind of managing and juggling um, everything that you already had on your plate and then now you also you know kind of blossom the business out of nowhere. No, I was proud, honestly, honest moment when you. Uh, did your vow renewal, renewal with your wife 10 years and I say that because it says in considering what y'all been through it says a lot about you as a man um, and again like my respect from you of you comes from who you are as a man so just to see you juggle mm -hmm. everything 
and keep everything the fuck? My nigga. I don't. <laughs> you had gone through a really rocky patch for a while prior to this. And I mean, you was mean. Ooh, you were so mean. And I was like, I don't know who this is, Lord. I'm my best friend. But you were going through a lot. You were transitioning into moving back to Milwaukee, which you didn't even want to do, but you had to do. And I watched you single-handedly put all the pieces back to your puzzle. Like when it came to finding a house, figuring out the kids' school. And then you settled down and you worked. And then you figured out what you were going to do next. And I think a part of me is, you know, I'll start projects. And it's really hard for me to complete them if I don't have the support of everybody else. But prior to you even mentioning your business ventures, Secure Bridges, you had mentioned a few things. But, like, you didn't ask anybody for approval, acceptance, understanding. You literally said, this is what I'm going to do and this is what is going to happen. And I sat back, and I watched, and then you're like, nope, I got this person doing this, and I hired this person, and I got this event, and I'm about to do this. And I was like, a part of me felt left out, like, well, I'm your best friend. Why didn't you tell me? But it was a moment where I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this girl is unstoppable. If you can do all of this in the midst of chaos, because there was chaos at the moment, and still find a way to give yourself to others not only is that a way of god right saying like hey even when i'm hurting i'm gonna help somebody else which is the most miraculous thing a human being can do step outside of themselves to help other people but then you showed our kids like oh don't nothing stop moving just because whatever else is going on like this is what we have to do and your mission is even more beautiful because once again it's you stepping outside of yourself to help other people and you got from like A to T by yourself <laughs> before you ever even said like hey like does anybody want to join does anybody want to do this and so to see you work a business from the ground up by yourself while working two jobs at the time mm -hmm. taking care of your kids just getting over a heartbreak like figuring out your household it was miraculous. And I can honestly say at that point, I felt like you was my sheep, bro. My moment was your bounce back from your whole ankle break, which took, Ooh, that took you out, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I've it never did. told you before, it took you oh, out. It did. So to see you start a business, lose the business, break your ankle, and then that whole transition to needing your mom, it, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. You ain't want to talk. You know how many days I called you and you was like, Shad, I want to talk today. And I'm like, oh, don't trip. I'm going to pull up. <laughs> I'm going to pull up. You don't want to talk, but I'm going to pull up kind of a situation. So to see you go through all of that, to then to see you take a job, because you didn't want to work at Spectrum. You was like, nah. Because you so used to being entrepreneurship driven and having all these other things going on where you didn't need to work mm. a regular job. Mm. And to see you go. And then look at you flourishing. You don't want up the ladder. You was like, I don't want to be here. And then, oh, boom. <laughs> and then, boom. You're making me clock in, friend. What's going on? <laughs> and then you went to be, now you a whole boss over people. And they depending on you. 
but you've always been that leader. Everybody's always dependent on you. That's the reality, though. My thing that I hate, though, is so many people know they need you, then they use you, and then they act like you was never there to help them build their things into play. And that's a thing that I, I really hate, but that's the thing that shines most about you. Because I've been watching people lately post like TBTs and thanking you or whatever for the things that you've done, but those things disappear. But I want to say that even before Secure Bridges and you was on tours with Yes, and you was doing the whole club scene, and you was out on four days a week by yourself. Even after being jumped, so on and so forth, plus raising the girls, helping me with my kids, and you are your friend, spiritual leader, you are a relationship therapist, even when you be going through something, let me ask you what you going through, because we, <laughs> we study pulling from you, and you do it care, like you do it effortlessly. So, I just want to say that genuinely, like, obviously, I love you from the moment to you every time we hang up the phone, but you really are the rock that holds a lot of friendships and relationships and everything together. So, I thank you, boo. Yeah. Hey, boo. Hey, girlfriend. <laughs> magic happening. feeling is great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a Full Circle Television production. Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.